You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Locked On Texans, your daily Texans talk and news update. Ladies and gentlemen, I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and you know who I do this show with, my bro. Cody Davis, and please remember to subscribe to Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify. And guess where else? You can argue that sports.com. You know, we're here to talk about the Texans on this wonderful Wednesday. Hopefully, you guys have had a great day thus far. Uh, whatever it is that you're doing, we're going to dive into the contracts a little bit. Uh, and I think this will be a reoccurring thing throughout the entire offseason, especially when we actually get into the meat of things, bringing guys back, bringing guys in. But before we get into all of that, Whitney Merciless. You know, a couple of days removed from the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl uh, win this past Sunday, the same team that the Texans had a 24-0 lead on in the divisional round of the playoffs. Well, I mean, it's inevitable to have everyone thinking what could have been, right? And Merciless came out, and you know what? He said, we've got a promising team. Now, of course, uh, Merciless just received his big contract, his extension from the Texans. And it just comes out saying, you know, we've got a lot of talented guys in the locker room. A lot of guys will be here. A lot of guys will not be here. It's just the nature of the business. Well, we've got a promising team. The young guys, they understand what the feeling is as far as the postseason and how the league works. We've just got to build upon that. Brendan Scarlett, who will also uh, be working out with Nandamik and Sue this offseason in order to improve his craft and work on his skill, uh, he also came out and said, hey, listen, I think the sky is the limit for what Coach Weave, in regards to Coach Anthony Weaver, who is now the D.C. for the Houston Texans, can do. He's attention to detail, the energy that he brings, and the culture that he brought to the D-line room is amazing. He's excited to see what he's going to be able to do. So there's a lot of optimism around this franchise in regards to what next year can bring. And listen, whether you like the moves that have been made, the you know the the promotions, the position changes, the upgrades, the the firings, it doesn't matter. When you have a quarterback like Deshaun Watson, and a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins, the optimism is always going to be there. Am I right or wrong? Oh, you're 100 percent correct on that one. And, and 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 not only do they have you know two of the top, easily top ten, top five players at their position, but they are entering their prom. Hopkins is basically in the midst of his proms, and Deshaun Watson hasn't even scratched the surface of how well he can be in the near future. Absolutely. Absolutely. Merciless ended 
about his conversation off. And, and by the way, like I said, guys, he just signed his four-year, $54 million contract extension. That included the $7.5 million signing bonus and $28.5 million guaranteed. So Merciless wants to be here to end off his career. He ended it with this, and I think this is important. Just building with the guys in the locker room, stepping up as a leader and encouraging a lot of the guys to understand the urgency, the urgency throughout the season and into the postseason. The future is still bright. Just keep rocking with us. And that's what we're going to do today. The first thing we're going to hop into to rock with them is contracts. This is where it can get a little bit shifty. Who and who not? to resign, and I think that's the most important thing. When you look at improving your house, the first thing you have to do is analyze your house. It's just like spring cleaning. Let me clean what I have here first. Let me dust off what I have here first. Let me take care of the things that I already have before I go out and look to buy a new 60-inch TV to place on my wall, right? You got to make sure you have what you have in order first before you move along. So contracts, can't wait. A writer by the name of Brian Perez, he, he covers the Chicago Bears, part of CBS Sports in Chicago. He actually redid the 2017 NFL draft and has the Chicago Bears selecting Deshaun Watson with the first overall pick. I wanted to bring that up to you because, you know, in that 2017 draft, you know who Chicago took, who Kansas City has taken, and who the Houston Texans have taken. And now it's looking like there's one team out of this whole entire mix that's regretting what they did in 2017. As they should. And the funny thing about it is, at least for the next two years, the foreseeable future, not to stick on this topic too much, but they kind of have to stick with Mitch. I, I think it's no way around it. I think you, at least for the next two years, you got to stick out with Mitch and see what he can do for you. Because if not, then that's worse than Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan, and Akeem Olajuwon. Luckily... <laughs> Luckily, the Rockets won that. But well, the Sam Bowie situation, that don't really count just due to the fact that he was injured for a majority of his career. But that's neither here or there. But thankfully, Chicago do not have a big decision they have to make on their franchise quarterback like the Houston Texans have to make with Deshaun Watson. As you stated on yesterday's show, the Houston Texans have until the first week of May to activate the fifth year option of Deshaun Watson. The option will be guaranteed for injury only worth up to 17 million. And with that being said, Deshaun Watson is scheduled for his first major payday at the end of the 2020 season. He will be an unrestricted free agent. And as of right now, the market value for a quarterback of his caliber is set for five years, $178 million. Damn. You just got to get ugly when you say it. <laughs> you really do, man. And that will basically put Deshaun Watson making somewhere between $35 million per year over the next five years. Now, you mentioned a statement on yesterday that I wanted to bring up in today's show. You wanted to see the Texans get the deal done with Deshaun Watson this offseason, and especially before the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes get their epic deal. And we're talking about a guy in Patrick Mahomes who – might be the first quarterback 
to make over $200 million as a QB. Yeah, if, if I'm Patrick Mahomes in his group, here's the two things I'm going to say when negotiating my contract. My first four years starting, I won MVP. My second four years starting, I won Super Bowl MVP, which means I won the Super Bowl. Uh, I think with the salary cap continuously going up, I'm worth at least $200 million to this franchise because you haven't won in 50 years. I brought all of this to you. Now I want my money. And if Mahomes gets that $200 million, then at the very least, like I'm, not, I'm not saying Watson will break that, but at the very least, Watson will get that same deal. Now, if the deal will get done before Patrick Mahomes, then Watson, I, th- I think, will still reset the market. But it'd be more so a five-year, one ninety million dollars in new money uh, for Deshaun Watson, which will put him at thirty-eight per year. I'd rather that than a five-year, two hundred, because those, you know, two million dollars, three million dollars here and there, penny pension. Whether they do that big, you know, signing bonus or guaranteed money, and then they backload the contract in case something happens and maybe they can kind of get out of it. I would rather the Texans to get that Watson deal first because if they go out and try to match the new reset that Mahomes is, he's going to do it. That may truly jeopardize what the Texans can do because not only is that deal going to have to get done, but the way that we you know, auction off those first-round picks for Laramie Tunsil. That deal has to also get done. We also still need to bring in secondary players. We also still have an entire roster to orchestrate, right? And that, listen, it's, it's, it's going to be a while. It's, it's going to be a while to see a, a fun transaction to see how this deal gets done, when it will get done, because if that Mahomes deal gets done first, it's scary to see what the Texans and Sean Watson are going to come to. And, you know, not to mention Chris Olsen, who had been with the team for over 10 years, was fired a couple of weeks ago. And he was what I, what I like to call the salary cap master. Been with the team in that capacity for a long time, and now he's gone. So now that's going to leave Bill O'Brien to pick up another hat to wear during this entire uh, negotiation when I think Bill O'Brien should be focusing on coaching this team or finding somebody else to coach the team while he strictly sticks to GM. But that's another conversation. That's the same conversation for another time. I have been saying that Patrick Mahomes and, and Deshaun Watson are damn near on the same level. And you can debate if is one greater than the other all you want, but at the end of the day, there is not that much of a difference between Watson and Mahomes. But here's the thing. I do not want to put that pressure on the Texans by one saying they need to get that deal done before Patrick Mahomes. And two, I hope the Texans do not look at what Kansas City is going to give Patrick Mahomes and say, we either got to match that or go overboard with that. Because at the end of the day, He has not come close to the success Patrick Mahomes has experienced through their first three years. You just mentioned it. Regular season MVP, Super Bowl winner, Super Bowl MVP. You talking about a guy in his first three year stretch 
he might already go down as one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history if he was to retire today. If Deshaun Watson was to retire today, you can say, oh, he will go down as one of the best what-ifs of all times. So, so when looking at what is next for Deshaun Watson and his big payday, I'm under the impression that the Houston Texans should stick somewhere between what Carson Wentz and Russell Wilson received over the last couple of years, somewhere in between a four-year deal worth 130 to 150 million. Because at the end of the day, I personally do not believe that Deshaun Watson has done enough in order to get the Patrick Mahomes type of money. Not only do the Houston Texans have to make sure they take care of Watson, but there are other players they need to make sure that they keep and other players that we don't even have yet that they need to make sure they go out there and sign not only for this offseason, but the following offseasons in 2021, 22, and beyond. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> no matter who does it first, the market will get reset with one of these quarterbacks. That's inevitable. And it's going to be a five-year deal. They're not going to do a four-year deal. It's going to be five. Uh, and maybe with Watson, this may be a stretch. We may get a six-year deal. Wow. That may be too much of a stretch. And, and I don't know if that's even going to be possible. But the more years the more we can kind of stretch out what we can do with free agency because we know the salary cap is going to continue to go up. So maybe early on in those years, the money is not as big as it will be in the end of the year. Granted, if he's still there. And we all believe he has the talent to win the Super Bowl, bring a Super Bowl to the city of Houston. But as, as we're talking about Deshaun Watson, hey, we still have to get a deal done. Like, what are we going to do with Vernon Hargraves? Can we renegotiate his contract off that option? and bring that down from $10 million down to five. What are we going to do with Gary Young Conley when his contract needs to be negotiated? And, and, and listen, I believe Conley should be a Houston Texan for the foreseeable future. And if we can renegotiate Gary, I'm not Gary Young's, uh, Vernon Hargraves, he also needs to return as well. I don't want us to go out there and try to hit the market to bring in guys that we simply just cannot afford. And we still need to worry about Bradley Roby. So the Texans have a lot of, I'm not going to say room, because they don't have a lot of room. They don't have a lot of money to play with, but there's a lot of options on the table if just figuring out which one is going to come first. This is a four-course meal. Are we going to eat our salads first? Then are we going to do our main course? Then are we going to do, you know, do we going to do an appetizer before the salad? Are we going to do a dessert afterwards? What comes first? And that's going to kick off whatever else that they're going to do. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to see Vernon Hargraves come back to the Houston Texans. And I hope that they are able to renegotiate their deal and we can have him over the next three years. But $10 million a year, John? That might be a little bit too much. It's not a little bit. We can knock that down to five. Then I'm okay with that. Speaking of knocking down, have you ever had great sex? And you kind of want to get back to having great sex, but you need a little extra confidence in boots and bed? Blue Chew is exactly where you need to be. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night. 
even on a full stomach. And listen, they're chewable, so they work up to twice as fast as a pill. You can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Bluetooth is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No more in-person doctor visits. No more waiting in the pharmacy. And best of all, Cody and listeners out there, no more awkwardness. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use special promo code LOCKED ON. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-2.com, promo code LOCKED ON to try for free. As free agency looms, right, it's around the corner. You can kind of knock on a door and it'll be there. Everybody has their own rituals or whatever the case is in order to make their mind up on their decisions because ultimately, you know, you're going to look at your situation. You're going to move. Family got to up, you know, got to uproot your family and move new, new places, new scenery. And that's very important with these players. When we look at the Houston Texans, they have free agents that they need to resign. We mentioned Bradley Roby, Laramie Tunsil, of course. There are at least 20 players on the current roster that are free agents heading into this offseason. One of those players, Carlos Hyde. And Carlos Hyde will lean on his mother with his free agency decision. Carlos Hyde has always depended on his mother for big decisions in his life with free agency around the corner. Hyde will continue that trend and depend on her once again. The Houston Texans running back will soon be a free agent, and he took part in Super Bowl week. Join DraftKings for a sit-down interview. We know that Carlos Hyde had his first 1,000-yard rushing season with the Texans this past season, and he's made it clear he wants to return to the team in 2020. I think a lot of people around the city of Houston and in their front office and organization would love to see that as well. Being traded to the Texans before the start of the season, Hyde was a primary ball carrier for an offense that averaged 70 yards per game on the ground. He also rushed for six touchdowns on the season. With Hyde's contract set to expire, there's a good chance his mother, Demetra, will be right there involved with Hyde's thought process when he comes to his final decision on his future. When Carlos Hyde was recruited out of high school, it was his mother who gave the final approval of Hyde to attend Ohio State. Hyde went on to say that, that decision was easy. Just ended up at Ohio State. That decision was based on my mother. I went back, took my mother on my final official visit to Ohio State. It was cool. Hyde mentioned that Ohio State did nothing out of the ordinary on his visit, but he was with his mother who made the final choice. You know mothers. If mama say she wants you to go, mama say she wants you to go. And guess where you're going? Well, mama wants you to go. Now, not too far from the start of free agency, Hyde will continue to depend on his mother. Like I said before, this is an important decision in his life, just like any other journey. If he is going to continue to ask his mother on her thoughts on his decision, I'm a mama's boy. I got to call mama about everything. Simple as that. You know, I would like to see Carlos Hyde back. I mean, if the Texans find an upgrade from Carlos Hyde, this is a business. A lot of business decisions are made all the time. And I'm more so on the players on making sure that, especially in 2020, make the best decision for you. But Carlos Hyde was a, and that's why I think, you know, Bill O'Brien 
is also a part of where he is right now because, you know, he pulled the trigger on that. Carlos Hyde had a great season, rushed for his first 1,000-yard season. And it's just happy to see those players who had a lot of promise not get that right out the gate but have redemption. So best of luck to Carlos Hyde on his decision. Hopefully he'll be back in Houston uh, come next year. I don't care who Carlos Hyde leans on. Mama Hyde, please make sure he resign in Houston. Because outside of Derrick Henry, I'm not too sure I want to see the Texans go after any other running back. And let me tell you something. <laughs> the Titans are going to sign Derrick Henry. He's not going anywhere. Neither are we. This is John, some sports guy, Hickman, and a Wednesday show for you from us. We're just always so happy to be here with you guys, and thank you for listening. Follow me on Twitter, at some sports guy. Don't get alarmed. If I'm talking about more than sports, I like to have fun on Twitter. Please interact with me and also go to youcanarguethatsports.com. Subscribe. Check out our podcast from other podcasters and articles from other writers as well. Don't forget to get out. If you are in the city of Houston, get out to the Sabercats game this Saturday at 11 a.m. in the morning. Enjoy some rugby I do in the city of Houston. I know you guys will as well. And as always, please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. You know, word from the wise, just keep pushing through. No matter what it is, no matter how hard it is, keep pushing through. We're going to push through for tomorrow's show. Can't wait to talk to you guys about some Texas crap. They're going to get you mad. I'm going to get mad. It doesn't matter. This is a group. Texas Anonymous, we're not going nowhere. Peace. You are Locked On Texas, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.